You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello, shining, sharp-shooting Sherlocks. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 168. And of course, I'm your humble host, Karen, and along with me are your clackety-clack club of clever and classy clue-clinging cluckers. I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. Oh. Hello. So sensual. (laughs) I'm very sensual. Thank you. (laughs) All right. And uh, without further ado, let's jump into our first general trivia segment, Pop Quiz! Hot Shot! Here, I have random Trivial Pursuit cards from Genus 4. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do this. That's a, that's a quality genus. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Good genus. Uh, okay. Here we go. You guys have your barnyard buzzers ready. Oh, someone wrote in uh, asking me to clarify who has what buzzer. Oh, oh okay. okay. We haven't okay. talked about this in a long time. In a while. <laughs> um, you don't hear me. Because I'm reading the questions. But, but every I, now and again. I have a dog buzzer. Yeah. Yeah. So let me do it. Yeah. That's Karen. And I've got the horse. I've got the cow. And I have the rooster. That That's the most annoying sounding one, I it think. It really is. <laughs> it's the highest one. It really one. is. Yeah. yeah. Cuts yeah. through. Yeah. yeah. Cuts through the noise. Yeah. <laughs> so the sample is so long compared to the other ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. The full cock-a-doodle-doo. I always, always feel like you buzzed in first. It always sounds like I buzzed in first. Even if you did not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. <laughs> Here I have a random card. Here we go. Blue Edge for people and places. What city replaces 253,442 by 4s on its boardwalk every decade? Dana. Oh, I think Colin. That was Colin. I think we probably have the same guess. Uh, I'm going to guess Atlantic City, New yeah. Jersey. Yeah, Atlantic sure. City, yeah. where the boardwalk is. Yeah. yeah. I have a so I have a burning question. I need to look this up. What's so, that? um when I was a kid, when I come to the States to vacation, you know, my aunt lives in New Jersey and we'd go to Atlantic City and adults would go gamble and, and the kids would buy saltwater taffy and walk around. <laughs> yeah. Why sort of is it called saltwater taffy when it's not made of salt water? It's not made of salt water? Because it is made of salt water. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah well, but it's not his- salty. Historically. I always eat it. It is kind of salty. Really? It's not, so- well, I mean, salt, it's not going to make it taste salty, but like, you know, you add salt to your cookies or if you eat cookies, there's salt yeah. in your cookies. I, cha- I challenge the two tenets of your complaint. One, mm-hmm. that it's not made with salt water and two, that it's not salty. But I feel like there there's a way to answer this. I mean, but, but maybe we'll never. You know. You could also add more sugar too. There's salt in a lot of things. Contrary to popular <gasps> belief, the taffy contains no salt water. Oh yeah, or does... seawater. Well, then why is it? However, called? it does contain both salt and water. Uh, oh, okay. So it's not it's yeah. not seawater. It's just a marketing gimmick. I always gimmick. thought it was. I thought it was seawater. No, I didn't think so. No, I didn't think it was seawater. Because you're that by be... the you're Atlantic City. It's Atlantic yeah. Ocean. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't oh. want to drink that one. Well, see, I never associated it with the ocean. I just associated it with, like, oh. old-timey candy shops. Mm. But, yeah, you're right. I could see, like, yeah, you're like, it's People on the boardwalk. People think that the water was just pulled out of the ocean Got that it. day. Got yeah. it. Is there any food made with ocean water? Just, like, besides I I fish or I, something, you I know? Would, I wouldn't try it. Because they're always like water, water everywhere, not a drop to drink. Right. right. Oh, you're, not you're not supposed, supposed to, to have any it? of it? I don't know. I right. No, you're not supposed to drink You're not supposed to drink it. No. Hmm. The sea breeze and, you know, you're there and you're like, oh, salt water taffy. Delicious It's made out of water oh. and a bit of salt. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, that's what I was wrong. Right. There is no salt water. Yeah. Not even historically? Mm-mm. Wow. 
Mm-mm. I do um, find it salty. Maybe, well, maybe my taste I'm, buds are broken. I'm glad now uh, I found out my birthday. I'm glad we pushed it. through yeah. that. Yeah. Thanks, Wikipedia. Yeah. All right. Uh, Pink Wedge for arts and entertainment. What 1991 movie did Brad Pitt appear in for less than 14 minutes, launching him to stardom? Colin. That is Thelma and Louise. Correct. Yes. Oh, yes. right, of course. He's the hunky guy. Yeah. Of course. Uh, yellow edge for history. Who was the last U.S. president of the 19th century? Oh, we've had. Oh. We're so. Yeah. All right, Dana. Uh, McKinley? Correct. Yeah. 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 William McKinley. Who, yeah, who used to have a pretty nice mountain named after him. Well, oh, but snap. randomly. Arbitrarily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He never went to Alaska. No. So now it's Denali. They mm-hmm. renamed it. Recently. Oh. Yeah. Why the name after him? Uh, uh, it so was. It's actually a, a long, interesting story. Uh, that we based, don't have time for. Yeah, that we don't have time for. But it's an interesting story of why they named it Mount McKinley. It was uh, kind of kind of ironically, actually. Okay. Yeah. Let's do Brown Wedge, Science and Nature. What two astronomical objects pull equally at the solar and heliospheric observatory? What? What? Say that one more time, please. Yeah. What two astronomical objects pull equally at the Solar and Heliospheric Observatory? I'm, yeah, I guess you just break I, out the name. Well, heliocentric, I'm going to guess one of them is the sun. Correct. And I'm going to guess, since we are on Earth and like to observe things, I will guess the Earth. Correct. Okay. okay. Cool. Uh, sports and leisure, what N-word uh. is the old term for a golfer's <laughs> nine iron? <laughs> I know this. Niblick. Yes. Thank you. Okay. What an awesome word. I know. I Nibble. love the old, I know the old club names. Niblick the, is great. The, okay. Yeah. Like the Nibbler. mashy. The mashy. The mashy. Yeah. The Niblick. All right. Last question. Wild card. Orange wedge. What former Surgeon General's New Year's resolution was, quote, to spend more quality time by herself, according to David Letterman? Uh, Dana. Is this uh, Jocelyn Elders? Yes. Yeah. Man, that's a, right. a racing right, right. card. All right. Good job, Brains. And Chris. Yes. You have a surprise for us. I do have a surprise. In the grand tradition of making each other eat uh, weird foods, yes. there is a certain food that we have mentioned here on Good Job oh, Brain before uh, okay. um, that I don't think any of us have ever actually eaten. Okay. And uh, I saw certainly a canned version of it in uh, in a foreign foods store. And I'm we like, are all so scared right now. We've totally got to eat this finally on, on Good Job Brain. So I'll just run over to the kitchen and get it for okay, you where it's right. been on the stovetop all this okay, time. We're gonna okay, get, we're going to guess while you go get it. Okay. Yeah. This. Oh, it's those psychotropic mushrooms. Psychotropic, the, the... yeah, canned. <laughs> canned yeah. They're, they're never quite as good canned. <laughs> well, it's not going to be Ortolan, the baby birds, because that's probably illegal. Right. I'm going to guess it's not. It's going to be vegetarian, right? I mean, because mm. there are a lot of meats that you don't eat, Karen. That haggis stuff. Oh, oh like no. A, I think it's uh, the haggis. Or maybe a weird fruit. Like maybe a, a. But why is it in a can and why do you have to heat it up? Oh yeah, heating mm-hmm. it up. Heating yeah, it. Yeah. I, at first I was like, oh, he's making oh, dolce oh, delicious. Is it, is it a figgy pudding or like oh. a spotted dick yeah. or oh, maybe, uh, maybe. something yeah. like that? Okay, spotted dick in a can. I'm, I'm scared it's haggis now. Oh, wow. We've talked about, but haven't. Everybody close your eyes. Uh-oh. All right. <laughs> can we open? That? It is. Open your eyes. It's spotted dick. Oh, oh, it is a, a uh, traditional English pudding. Now this version was in a can, um, but it is a it's a it's a sponge type pudding that I, I I heated the can up by putting it in a, a pan of 
of boiling water on the huh. stove, so it should have heated it all very evenly. Okay. Around. And and the 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 spotted it, dick just means pudding, and uh, the spotted part is that it's spotted with um, raisins. Oh, well, actually, they're they're Currants. sultanas. Well, which oh. are raisins. Which are raisins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I even have the label. It's Simpsons brand spotted dick sponge. How brand. lovely. I can't smell oh, it. Oh, thanks. I, I am excited, actually. It smells like, I, I have swung it smells from like horror to excitement. Raisins, raisins, yeah, and spices. Horror to huh. excitement. I'm getting a lot of uh, like gingerbread kind of oh, scent good. from this. Because it's just um, steamed cake, basically. Yeah, it's like yeah. steamed cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think traditionally they would make a sauce and pour it over this, but I have mm. not gone that far. Uh, like a vanilla. Well, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. On the the the, uh, the 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 serving suggestion yeah. photo has some sauce on it. Yeah, <laughs> looks like maybe a heavy cream sauce of some thanks, sort. Thanks, yeah. label for suggesting that I just whip up a homemade <laughs> sauce to go along with this. They couldn't get the sauce in the can. Yeah, or or have a separate mm-hmm. can for sauce. Right. Well, anyway, let's try it out. Yeah. You smell mm-hmm. it now. Yeah, it does smell like gingerbread. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. The yep. the experiment begins. This is it. Mm. I like it. I like it too. It's just like it's like hot gingerbread. <laughs> yep, yep, hot gingerbread, festive. Yeah, the fact that it's um now of course the real thing would probably be a lot better than that. <laughs> and yeah. we're probably doing it a disservice by eating the canned version. Yeah, this no offense to the good people at Simpsons uh, Spotted Dick. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Concern. Factory. Yeah, it's, it's very good. I like it so much better than um, skunk spray jelly bellies. Oh my god! So much better. This the, is the first time you've had like strange food and everybody's just eating the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now we'll have to be very careful what we discuss on the show. <laughs> 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 we have to eat it. Mm, mm. Truffles. Yeah, Let's maggot talk about cheese. It. Yeah, maggot cheese. <laughs> I would try maggot cheese, but I just can't look at it. Yeah, I think you're supposed to like not look at it because they'll hop into your eyes. So oh, you have oh to, my god! Like put your hand over it. Would you guys try maggot cheese? Nope. nope. I feel like maybe if enough people did it and there was a little bit of peer pressure involved, I would. Even if you if you it. handed me a piece of the cheese and said like all the maggots are gone, like they just left, you know, I still yeah. wouldn't eat it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> nope. What about you, Chris? No. Nope. And people were uh, like, maybe. "Oh, this is awesome! It's I'll the best that. cheese, Colin. You'd do it." I, I so I mean I'm torn because on the one hand I am very squeamish and on the other hand I'm very susceptible to peer pressure. Yeah. Well, People I always just, say yeah. all these things are going to taste really good and then it turns out it just tastes like cheese with maggots in it. And like, you know. yeah. yeah. Oh, what a treat! Well, thank you. Oh, no problem. Now I'm energized. And this week's theme, Colin, you picked. I did. Yes. yes. Mm, blame and... Colin. So I had the name first, and I worked backward. I like oh, the okay. I like the name is uh, It Takes Two. So it's a theme mm, all oh, about okay. things that are uh, paired or doubled or always come together. And I think I said to you guys, I pitched it as uh, anything from Abbott and Costello to peanut butter and jelly to <laughs> thunder and lightning to identical twins. Uh, it's it's pairs. It takes two! I wanna rock right now. I'm Rob Bass and I came to get down. I'm not internationally known, but I'm known to rock the microphone because I get stupid. I mean outrageous. Stay away from me if you're contagious. So long ago. We had a couple of Good Job Brain fans appear on the show uh, with us. They were telling us a puzzle after they were here on the show about the, the green oh, glass the door. Yes. Oh, the yes. brother and sister. Yeah. Yes. And uh, afterwards, they were like, oh, we have a puzzle for you. And oh. the puzzle was, I think we might have talked about it on the show at some point, but the puzzle was great. It was, uh, there is there is a green glass door. 
Yes. Some things can pass through it, but other things cannot. Right. And so you tell me things, and I'll tell you whether or not it can pass uh... through the... So, for example... Tea could not pass through it, but beer could pass through it. Or coffee. Okay. Alaska could not pass through it, but Hawaii could pass through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so words words with double letters was the answer. Any word with a doubled letter. So that was the puzzle. And so I was thinking about that for uh, for this doubles, pairs, what have you type episode. There are a lot of words with double letters in them. And I'm, I'm not going to bother you by listing every one of them. Um, <laughs> however, there's a much shorter list uh, in English of words with consecutive oh, pairs yeah. of double letters where the where the doubled letters appear next to each other like for example Karen you said coffee earlier now that has two pairs of double letters f f e e and they're right smack up next to each other mm-hmm. oh. um, so this the answers to the clues I'm about to give you in this quiz are all words with consecutive with two consecutive pairs of oh, double okay. letters all right, all right. All right. Okay. this is a type of art uh, this is a type of art. Adele has one that reads Paradise. Karen. Uh, tattoo. Tattoo. Oh, yes, yes, a tattoo. Uh, this is a toy. Sometimes they float. Dana. A balloon? A balloon. Uh, um, I don't really think... I don't like a balloon as toy. toy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? He's intentionally starting kind of vague and narrowing. I am, I am yeah. starting vague. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, a group of people. Um, Karen. Committee. Committee. Wow. Uh. Nailed it. This is uh, a quality of being finely sharpened or acute. Uh, I was ne- going to say chiffonade, but that's not, uh, no. that's not consecutive. Finely sharpened, finely sharpened, sharpened. or acute. Uh, uh, Maybe uh, stylishness. Stylishness. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, it's no. a word that ends in ness. Uh, Colin. Mm, no, not finesse. <laughs> um, no. Peachy, peachy blank. Oh, oh. Key? No, no. Yeah, keenness. 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 Oh, yeah. keenness. Peachy keen. 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 Got it. Peachy okay. keen. Yes. Keenness. Sharpness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, this is a type of waste receptacle. Uh, Smokers don't use this. Karen. Oh, smokers don't use smokers this. don't use this. Okay, I was gonna say ashtray. Ashtray. But I didn't even think. Um, Colin. Uh, spittoon. Spittoon. Oh, wow. Spittoon. Uh, this is an animal. Uh, <laughs> uh, often so named often often named masky or bandit. Uh, <laughs> Colin. Uh, raccoon. Raccoon. Yeah. I'm gonna call you masky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is uh, a candy. Karen. Toffee. Toffee. Mm. Very good. This is a woodwind instrument. Oh, uh, Karen. Bassoon. Bassoon. Yeah. Fun to say. This is Belgian or not Belgian? It's Belgian, and it's a French-speaking ethnic community in Belgium. Oh, Colin. That is Walloon. The Walloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Very yes. good. I figured. I figured one of you guys is going to know that. Yeah. How do you say W A L L O O N? This is one. This is one that you should be able to figure out. In a courtroom, a person who has an appeal filed against them. Who has an appeal filed to them, against them. Not the appellant. Okay. Right, right. Or the appeller. Oh, oh. Appelli. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Um, a fool, a clown, a jester. A buffoon. A buffoon. 
Now, famously, there is a word um, that has three consecutive pairs of double letters. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. We all we all know this word because it's yeah. great trivia, and it is. Yeah. Bookkeeper. And Excel. Bookkeeping. Bookkeeper. Yeah. yeah. Encyclopedia Brown. Oh, really? That's the answer to one of those oh, cases. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ah. If you start to add in hyphenates, words with yeah. a hyphen, you, mm-hmm. you, there are more. I'm only going to ask one. This word means a person who enjoys candy. Like a toughy enthusiast? No. <laughs> like a, Sweet uh, toother. <laughs> you know, you're very oh, close. Wow. It's, it's, it's an adjective. Ha. Huh. Sweet toothed. Oh, so a sweet, sweet toothed, toothed person. Yeah. Toothed. Okay. Yes, a sweet toothed person. Sweet. Huh. Oh, E E T T O O. Yeah. Yeah. Um and there's there's one more hyphenate word. This is onomatopoeia closely associated with Popeye. Onomatopoeia closely associated with Popeye. Okay, so what does Popeye do? Popeye punches and eats spinach. I guess I guess depending on how you spell ak 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 ak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's the it's the it might be considered the final word in uh the the Popeye the the Sailor Man theme song. Popeye the Sailor Man. Wow. It is uh toot toot. Oh. Okay. T-T-O-O. Yep, yep, yep. I was going to say finally, this is the penultimate point actually. Um you you would never know this. Cooey, C-O-O-E-E, mm-hmm. is the shortest word in the English language with two consecutive pairs of double letters. C-O-O-E-E. C-O-O-E-E. Okay. It is a mm. word for a shout or an animal call used in Australia. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, uh, not Encyclopedia Brown, but it is actually the, the linchpin of a Sherlock Holmes mystery. Oh. In which somebody, somebody uh, says that and Sherlock Holmes realizes that they must be Australian. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, cooey. Okay. C-O-O-E-E. Shortest with double with two, with double shortest consecutive. word, okay. with double yeah. consecutive. Letters. That's a good one. Probably also the shortest word with two, con- like two pairs. You, you can't get much shorter, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. no, you can't. And uh, of course, people, being as they are, have tried to come up with words <laughs> with the most pairs of consecutive double letters possible. So this is not actually a word, but maybe you can guess. Um, the person responsible for cleaning the corner of the kitchen where a raccoon has breakfast. <laughs> would be a raccoon nook raccoon uh, keeper nook yes keeper. Nook. the raccoon <laughs> nook keeper, keeper. Nook that's c-c-o-o-n-n-o-o-k-k-e-e wow six pairs that's nice you know okay. you're a raccoon nook keeper now i want to i want to set up a little nook with a fake raccoon right 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 the raccoon nook yeah that would be a really esoteric halloween costume yeah what are you well i'm so glad you yeah. <laughs> There's very few words with uh, triple letters. Freer. Freer is one. Wow. Freer. Hmm. But this show is about pairs, Chris. Right, I know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So save save for triplets. Yeah, yeah. For the power of threes. Mm-hmm. I have a movie-related quiz for you guys. I like movies. Yeah, I do too. It's why I like putting these together, because it's uh, kind of fun, because I fall into various movie-related uh, rabbit holes. Um, but this quiz is, in keeping with the theme of the show today, all about pairs and duos. So all of the answers to this quiz will be about movies with pairs in the titles or series with pairs of names in the titles. Okay. I think you guys mm-hmm. understand. So, okay. for example... <laughs> For example, uh, you can buzz in if you like. 
Example quiz. Yes, we're all competitive. We're all competitive. Example that's worth one point. For example, (laughs) right? Yeah. You know, we could have this be. We should start making the examples worth half a point. They could then it could be like we could fight about them as tiebreakers. Yeah. This 1971 movie featured an unconventional romance between a 20 year old man and a 79 year old woman. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Chris. Uh, what is Harold and Maude? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I like the Jeopardy style answer. I do, you know, just okay. in case, I want to make sure. Yes, yeah, so I was looking for Harold and Maude. Mm-hmm. There you go. So let's get underway. Blank and blank. All right. If casting had gone a little differently, this 1967 film might have ended up starring Jane Fonda and Bob Dylan in the title roles. Karen. Bonnie and Clyde. Yes, Bonnie oh, and Clyde. Wow. Among, Bob Dylan. Among the many, many wow. famous names. Uh, apparently, Warren Beatty, early on, Warren Beatty, who ultimately ended up playing uh, Clyde and, produ- and produced the film. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He wanted to be Bonnie originally. Uh, he, he said he wanted uh, Bob Dylan to play uh, Clyde, at, at least partly because he actually kind of looks oh, like a little him. bit. Yeah, he thought that he could kind of visually pull it off. Uh, Bob Dylan was not available nor interested. Uh, and then, yeah. It, yeah, I think, uh, you know, they say that Warren Beatty kind of probably wanted the role all along himself. He's like, also, Warren helpfully, Be- yeah. Warren Beatty was an actor. Yes, well, yeah. yes. He's like, uh, Warren, if you want tickets to my concert, you could just ask. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to set me up with a role in a movie. Uh, and then, yeah, and Jane Fonda auditioned for the role of Bonnie, Bonnie that. Parker. Uh, she admitted, yeah, that even years later, she was actually really mad she didn't get the part. Uh, <gasps> yeah. the, who ended up going to Faye Dunaway, Faye of course, mm-hmm. right. 1927's Putting Pants on Philip marked the big screen <laughs> debut of what legendary comedy duo? Ooh, very close, but I think Karen. Abbott and Costello. Incorrect. Oh. Uh, Chris. Laurel and Hardy. It was oh. Laurel and Hardy. Yes. Putting Pants them. on Philip. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who's Philip? Is it a baby? Uh, no, Philip. It was a Philip. It's a doll. giraffe. Yeah. Actually, it's a really funny movie. It was a comedy, you know. Yeah. And you couldn't uh, tell by the. Who uh, is Philip? Is it a person? Yes, is it, it is a person. Not, okay. Yes, yes. I think it would be yeah. A, a oh, like a duck or a giraffe yeah, yeah, yeah. or something, right? A duck would be really <laughs> hard. That's a good. A duck went so hard. That'd be so funny. The web okay. Oliver, uh, yeah. So Stan, Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy. Yes, the the skinny British Stan Laurel and the. The heavier Hardy. American Oliver Hardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, st- what we now people. call a yes. normal American. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Stan Hardy. and Ollie. What's uh, funny about that? Hardy, <laughs> Hardy's character had one of the best character names I've ever heard. All right? He played a character named Piedmont Mumble Thunder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> That's Mumble yeah. Thunder? Piedmont Mumble Thunder. That's my new pet That's name. good. Right, like that. right. Uh, that, so that was their that was their big screen debut as as a team. They were, you know, individual actors before, and they basically oh. got, you know, sort of in the old Hollywood system, they got paired together, and they're like, hey, this works out. They went on to make... A hundred and seven, a hundred and seven movies over uh, the next thirty plus years. Yeah, it only took like two days to make it the did, movie. Yeah, it took so. a really short time to make a movie. You just crank <laughs> those things out. They just hitting each other yeah, every yeah, other right, week. Right, there right, was a right. movie. That's yeah. comedy. <laughs> Here's the poster for putting pants on. <laughs> oh, Philip. I wish you was oh. a duck. So Philip is oh, Scottish. Oh, he wears a kilt. And he wears a kilt. Got it. Oh, mystery solved. <laughs> that is funny. Is it as funny Cultural as putting difference. pants on a duck? Yep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right. This, uh, I'm, I'm going to ask this, this next one. Uh, I'm intentionally cryptic here. All right. Um, mm-hmm. 
The people who played the title characters in this 1991 movie were both nominated for an Academy Award, and they both lost to the same person. Oh. Karen. Thelma and Louise. It is Thelma oh. and Louise. Oh. Yes, yes. Susan oh. Saran and Gina Davis. Yeah. Who did they lose to? Uh, they lost to, anyone care to guess? 1991? Oh, know man, that's won? the year before our best year. Oh, best right, actress? Right, right. No. no. Best actress in 1991. Holly Hunter. Not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. It was Jodie Foster. Uh, oh. Or Clarice. Yes. Silence of the Lambs. Uh. Uh, yeah. But otherwise, yes, both Susan Sarandon and Gina Davis were nominated for uh, Best Lead Actress. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I thought one of them was going to be the supporter. Yeah. But you know what it is? The they canceled out each other's votes. Maybe. I think you're probably Maybe. right. Maybe. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder who got Brad Pitt's vote. I think it would have been sadder <laughs> if one of them won and the other didn't. And the other didn't. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. Best to just give it to Jodie Foster. Yeah, yeah, just to be a safe yeah. vote. It's easy. Pretty good yeah. movie. <laughs> that Silence of the Lambs. That was good. <laughs> this 1969 movie tells the story of two famous American outlaws on the run to Bolivia. To oh. Bolivia. Dana. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Correct. Oh. Yeah. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Butch Cassidy born Robert Parker Sundance Kid, Harry Longabaugh, which is a fun name to say. Yeah, um, yeah and it's... Yeah, it's not it's, Mumble Tush Thunderbutt. Yeah, Piedmont Mumble yeah. Thunder. Oh, right. Longabaugh. Mumblebutt. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it, it, it's, it's fictionalized, but lightly fictionalized. They, I mean, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid really were outlaws and partners, and they really did flee to Bolivia. Who hmm. played who? Um, the, uh, so Butch Cassidy was... Robert... Was... Uh, no... Was uh, well, yeah. Well, who was in the movie? Well, Karen? Paul Newman and Robert yes, Redford. Yes, Paul Newman and Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, who's who? Butch Cassidy was Paul Newman. Robert Redford was the Sundance Kid. Okay, Sun mm-hmm. Red, because he has like. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. Bill S. Preston. Yes. yes. And Ted Theodore Logan. Yes. Are of course the Bill and Ted of 1989's Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. But I know you guys know those names so well. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm gonna go a deeper cut here. Yeah. And I'm gonna oh, ask yeah. you. Bill and Ted formed the nucleus of what <laughs> rock band? Yeah. Ooh, everyone together. Wild, Wild Stallions. Stallions. Yes, Wild Stallions. From San Dimas, California. Yeah. Yes, which Canada is a real city. Yeah, it's a real it place. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I used to go to Raging Waters out in San, <laughs> Dimas. Wow. San Dimas, California, hey. the water park. Uh, and notably, that's Wild Stallions uh, with, with Ys. Yeah. Yeah, with, well, with one Y in each word, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, last question, last question. The title characters in this 1989 movie were portrayed by, respectively, mm. Tom Hanks and Beasley. Yeah. Uh, Karen, instantly. When you introduce your quiz, I was waiting for this question. Oh, yeah. really? What Turn, if this question Turner. had never come up? I would say you forgot this movie. Oh, well, then yeah. I'm really glad I put it in. Karen, please. What Turner is the, and Hooch. It is yeah. Turner and Hooch, Aww. yes. Beasley was... A dog. A big dog. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who drooled. <laughs> All over the place. What kind of dog? He was a, uh, a like a, a bloodhound? or like, No, I think he was like a mastiff or something. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I'm not, big I'm jowly, not... drooly yeah. dog. Mm-hmm. Right, right. All right. Well, good job, guys. You guys, good on your pairs, on your title yeah. duos. Starsky and Hutch. Mm-hmm. Hardcastle Turner. and McCormick. The movie. <laughs> there are many, many, many <laughs> pairs. Yeah. Yes. I, I, could, I could crank out another two or three uh, title yeah. duo quizzes if needed. Yep. Good job. Cool. All right, let's take a quick break. A word from our sponsor. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. You're listening to Good Job Brain. Smooth puzzles, smart trivia, Good Job Brain. So last week was a blur to me. Well, I mean, it was a very eventful weekend for <laughs> me because I ran a couple of races in a row. I ran a half marathon Disneyland in the morning, and I thought to myself, oh, you know, this wasn't so hard. Let's make it challenging. So I decided to run the Las, the Rock and Roll Las Vegas Marathon on that same day, which happened at night. <laughs> and is in Las Vegas. In Las yeah. Vegas. So after my race, uh, you know, it was a morning half marathon in Disneyland. I flew to Vegas, and then I tried to run the full marathon Maniac. on the same day. <laughs> How did and, that go? Um, I ended up in an ambulance. <laughs> uh huh. How far did you make it? 15 miles. So, so total, pretty far. So pretty total, far. I ran like 28 miles. <laughs> you know, so you did that, up the challenge for yourself. I did, yeah. 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 It was yeah. The best part of this is I get to go back <laughs> and I have some money. I'm going to play Willy Wonka slot machine <laughs> oh, yeah. until my flight uh-huh. leaves. And uh, coincidentally, I was in Disneyland the same weekend that Karen was in Disneyland. We only saw each other for about two seconds, but we went You met Good to, Job Brain listeners. We met Good Job Brain listeners. Well, this is the way that we met them. Um, we did was we went to Disneyland because we wanted to eat at the Big Thunder Ranch barbecue, Before it which goes is away. closing very shortly, permanently. But we went back there for one last time, and we come out of the barbecue, and that's where they're passing out the fast passes for a Fantasmic, which is the light show. And the guy who's giving out the passes is like, by the way, psst, psst, hey, Hyperspace Mountain is soft open. Now, of course, if you don't know what any, either of those things I don't know what are, any of those words right, mean. Right, <laughs> exactly, right. Hyperspace Mountain is, they have temporarily reskinned the Space Mountain ride with... Star Wars theming. Mm. And we hustled over there as fast as 10 people can cross Disneyland, which is not that fast. Mm. And a baby. Um, <laughs> to go up and all the, all the signs for Space Mountain were turned off. There was nothing indicating that it was running, but they let you walk in. And we go in and we ride Hyperspace Mountain. I don't want to oversell it, but it was amazing. It was, awesome. it was so good. <laughs> uh. So what ends up happening is we're we're getting into the line and there's two people who are just like, hey, you're from Good Job Brain because they had come to our live show. And oh. so and then the way it all worked out, we all ended up in the same car for Hyperspace you're Mountain. You're kidding <laughs> Yeah. So we all got to ride together. It was fun. How? Cool. What a small world. All this to say, when I was in Vegas, I was uh, watching other people play cards. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, because I was kind of zoned out. I was zoned out. And I could only play <laughs> yeah. Willy Wonka so, for, you know, three hours or something. And then so the <laughs> only other. Three hours. Yeah. A, a woman yeah. has her limits. Yeah. 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 I saw this very, this, this thing that's really, really cool. And I'm going to talk about in my segment related to this week's theme. Uh, do you remember in the early, in the late 90s, early 2000s, what kind of exploded in pop culture is Texas Hold'em. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and one of the main reasons why it got so big and it was televised and there's the celebrity versions is because they kind of figured out a way to televise mm. and to play the game. They have the yeah. little camera. Yeah, that was that revolutionary. You, yeah, that you can see the two cards. Right, yeah. I mean, and, and the reason that the cameras are like a big deal and being able to see the cards is because in Texas Hold'em, like you start off with two cards to yourself. That, that only you see. Mm-hmm. So in years past, you know, the players would be sitting at the table and they would kind of peek at the cards, but people at home have no idea what they have. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so watching, so the, watching the betting isn't exciting. But yeah, once they pioneered these little, you know, tiny little, uh, tiny, tiny little cameras yeah. right by the, the, the pocket cards, they would show them to you. So now they could calculate the odds yeah. and people at and home. They can, like, oh, it's they're really bluffing. exciting when it's oh. like, oh, they, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When you know yeah. they're bluffing. And they flip and they, the card and they, it's like, it matches. Yes. yes. <laughs> it matches. <laughs> It's the same. They're gonna win. <laughs> like, well, yeah. yeah, because you have people like they're betting a million dollars on the TV that they only—it's like they have two percent chance of winning, mm-hmm. and then and then they come up with the card that they needed. And they bluffed, it's, and then they yeah. get the card they needed anyway. One out of a hundred chance, and, and it's, it's like, like ah, bring it's it. So exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, yeah, the drama is super yeah. high, and so. Uh, for those who, who don't know how it works, I'm not, I'm not gonna explain the whole game of Texas Hold'em, but the setup is, is important. Like Colin said, each player gets two cards face down. And then you have a community, uh, community kind of, uh, cards in the center that you can make hands with the two cards you have. Mm-hmm. So having those two cards, whatever those two cards are, are very, very important. Basically your base to try to make hands and, and win from. Mm-hmm. And so in Texas Hold'em, uh, there are a lot of nicknames uh, for different combinations yes, 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 yes. of that pair of cards you have. It's a lot of alliteration. So, for example, like having a jack and a ten, uh, sometimes they call it Justin Timberlake because it's J and T. So some of them, so some of them are pretty, pretty on the nose, but there's some that are so clever that I want to share with you guys. And it can be a quiz, but like, you know, I, I just want you guys to talk through and figure out what <laughs> The actual two cards, the nickname is describing. I, mm-hmm. I already want to propose one. So if you have a Jack and a two, uh-huh. it's a, a JTT, a, a Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> 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 it's a two. I don't know. <laughs> I, think you can, I, think, I think you can. I just want to hear the announcers on ESPN for, you know, <laughs> he's got Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And 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 so yeah. I'm gonna say a nickname, and you guys tell me what the two cards mm-hmm. that you think it might be, <laughs> or unless we know it. Yeah, okay. oh, I, mean, I know some of these, but poker is not my is know, not my game. Some. I know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's just a game. It's awesome. So all right, um, this one's pretty easy. Uh-huh. Okay, Anna Kornikova. <laughs> That's oh. an ace, ace and a king. Yes, and gotcha. A and a K, ace yes. and king. Uh, little addendum here that I read. Little editorial. <laughs> Looks good, but never wins. Oh. Oh. That's mean. <laughs> Harry Potter. Uh, mm. Harry Potter. Uh, it's got to be an, one of is, the... Oh, is it uh, when you have a nine and a three quarters? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dang it. It's got to be something with the jack, right? The prince. Think no. about yeah. what, you know, things mm. about 
Harry Potter, what is it? It's a book. It is It is a it's book. A book. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a a Jack and King for J.K. Rowling. Yes! yes. Okay. J.K. Yeah. Rowling, Jack and King. Gorillas. 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 Two nines because they look like G's? Oh, that's a good one. Hmm. But no. But, okay. Think of a famous gorilla. Oh. oh, King Kong. KK. KK. Yep, pair of Ks is uh, known as gorillas. All right, this one, Dana. I'm looking at you. Oh, okay. The Doctor Who. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Think about characters in the show. Doctor the Who. Uh, River. Doctor. Oh, oh, Dalek. No. Maybe have letters in their names. Uh, Chris is like, no. K9. Oh, King and 9. K9. Also, I mean, these pairs have so many other nicknames. Yeah, K9 yeah. is also like right, Bow Wow right. or, you know, yeah. Pup Dog. Or, right. you know, like, like a, they had nicknames like, for him before Justin Timberlake was born. Yeah, right, exactly. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, Doctor Who. That's such a deep K- cut. That is. K- that K- is yeah. And that's yeah. old Doctor Who, too. Mm-hmm. There's a pair called Motown. Mm-hmm. And there's another pair called the New Motown. Knowing mm-hmm. that those two, those two are different, all right. Uh, but okay. it makes oh, sense. Okay. What do you think those are? What do you think Motown is and New Motown is? Is, is Motown uh, J and Five? Yes. Okay. Jackson. 5. And then yeah, for the Jackson Five, and then uh, New Motown is J and Four because Michael's gone. Oh, what? that's mean. No. What two cards are called Woolworths? Woolworths. Uh, oh, five, five and, and ten. ten. Because it's... A nickel and dime store. Five and, five and dime five and store. store. Five right. and yeah. ten. I need you to be specific with, with the suits for this one. Ooh. Red balloons. That is oh, going to be hearts. A nine of and... hearts and the nine of diamonds. Yes! Yeah. yeah. Right. Because of the song, 99 nine. Red Balloons. Right. Yep. And they kind of even Nina. look like yeah. little red balloons, you they know? Do. It's good. Uh, another suit-only one. Mm-hmm. Visine. Visine. Oh, the red. The red, the red eyes out. has hearts and diamonds. Uh, but oh. it gets the red out. Oh, it gets so the red it. out. Okay. So. Is it is it ace of hearts and ace of diamonds? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, these two cards together is called Oedipus. Oh, Something uh, with the queen. Jack and King. Like, uh, oh, or Jack and Queen. Yeah, Jack and Queen. Jack and Queen. Like Jack the story Oedipus. Yeah. yeah. Roger that. Uh, ten, ten four. four. Yes. Uh, Ten four, and then uh, San Francisco. What two cards are called San Francisco? Seven and seven. Huh. Is that way? Is that, oh, that's that's that would bad. be great. That would be great. Seven but it only seven, makes sense no. if you're like from San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> uh, San Francisco, uh, uh, Golden Gate, uh, Fog. Uh, <laughs> number oh four four and nine. Chowder. Yes, four, four and nine. nine. Oh, no. 49ers. 49ers. Um, oh, that's good. So yeah. this actually is a pair. What two cards is called dynamite? Dynamite. Jacks. No. Nope. Oh. Uh, what is dynamite? Dynamite. Pair, pair of uh, tens? Yes. TNT. Oh. TNT. Gotcha. Dynamite nice. 10 and 10. All right. And this last one, I didn't know. Maybe, I, I don't know if you guys know. Uh, it's called the whip. The whip. And only if it's offsuit, only if the suits are different. It's called oh. the whip. W H I P. Is it a pair or two different cards? Uh, two different cards. Mm, huh. The whip. Mm. And whip stands for worst hand in poker. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. What is the worst thing you could possibly get dealt? Because if you get like a, a two and a three, but they're of the same suit, right? Yeah. Then that's actually not bad, right? And even so, it, so even and it's like not a two and, and five. And it's not a pair. A, yeah. So is it is it is it two and three, Offsuit. not suited? 
No, no two and you could, seven. You oh, oh, yeah, oh, too far away. You can't make a straight. You you're still not make right. a straight. So with, yeah. a two and a seven, Offsuit. not suited, is the worst hand in. in yeah, the that's whip. a good trivia one. Worst yeah. hand in poker is seven is good. into offsuit. Yep, the whip. Yeah, the, the whip. whip. Worst hand in poker. Now, I, I thought you were going to say things like pocket rockets for like a pair of aces, yeah. which is I think the best hand you can or get. Bullets. bullets. Yeah, bullets. Right. Snake eyes. Also, big slick, which I believe is ace king suited. Which is also really, really good. Yeah, there, there yeah. are a lot of these pairs or these uh, or two card duos. They're named sometimes they're named after like actual poker players who you know did mm. something with them. You right. know, ended up oh, winning this thing right. with them. Amorous um, Slammer. Yeah, there are a lot. Of, yes, and then there are a lot of um just uh acronym or initials like. American Airlines. Double mm. Aces, they have a lot of nickname. Pocket yeah. Rockets, yeah, yeah, Snake yeah. Eyes, whatever. Um, but I thought these were kind of fun. You know, with it. all yeah. the different permutations, you have to come up with something. Those were the fun ones. I love cool. those. The, I love, the pop I love, culture yeah, ones. Yeah. Okay, I have a music quiz for you guys, but Woo! I'm not going to play any samples. This is to check your musical knowledge, your yeah, knowledge bro. of musical <laughs> Just, just check it up on us? I mean, <laughs> it might be a little challenging. I'm going to try to add oh, some hints. Okay. Musical duos. Duos. Wow. Yep, yep, so, yep. So I'll give you the two names of the people in the band and maybe a little bit about the band, like when they formed or where, maybe even their hit song. If I'm like this, you're not going to know the name. <laughs> 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 okay. uh, you guys buzz in. For example, we'll start out We'll start out gentle okay. and then it'll get more <laughs> more difficult. Uh, so, for example, um, Andrew Ridgely and George Michael. Oh. We're in Everybody Can Say. Wham. Wham. And this band was formed in 1997 in Detroit, Michigan with Jack White and Meg White. The, the White, White Stripes. Stripes. My favorite band. I mean, that maybe that's enough oh. details. My favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Karen. Savage Garden. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, but that's good. Uh, no. Flight of the Conquers. Flight of the Conquers. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Jermaine Clement and Brett McKenzie. Um, how about um, 1980s in the UK? This is David A. Stewart and Annie Lennox. Everybody. The, the Eurythmics. All right. We're going to start turning up the heat a little bit. Okay, now. Yeah, at least one person is famous in all of these. Yes. Shows. 1991 in Atlanta, Georgia. It is James Christopher Kelly and Christopher Smith. Oh, Everybody my God. Knows. Chris, Chris Cross. 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 Yes, the Mac Daddy and the Daddy Mac. Mm, mm. <laughs> They'll make you jump. How about Fab Morvan and Rob Pilatus? Oh, I don't know. Millie Vanilli. Vanilli. Rob yeah. and Fab. Yep. Rob and Fab. Yep. That's not their real name. Yeah. That's what the, the yeah. name was. She yeah. just said so. Yeah. They were European. Okay. Oh, really? That should explain. Where are they from? I I believe at least one of them was French. They might have both been French. 1993 in Paris, France. Hmm. This is Thomas. uh, (laughs) Everybody knows Thomas Van Galter and Guy Manuel de Homan Christo. Daft. Yeah, Karen. Daft Punk. It was all of us. Daft Daft Punk. Punk. Daft Punk. Daft Punk. I did not know that. 1996 in Akron, Ohio. This band features Dan Auerbach and Patrick Carney. Oh, wait, 19... Say one again. And this was in 1996 1996. in Akron, Ohio, when they first got together. And this hipster music. And I'll (laughs) tell you, Patrick Carney had a beef with Jack White a little while ago. 
Uh, this oh, was in the news, in the pop man, culture news. Oh. Man, guys, I, I had the Tina. best answer, uh, what was which it? now is, doesn't fit with the Jack White thing, but I was going to guess ICP. Uh, no. <laughs> no, they are Detroit, though. Uh, was it uh, uh, the Black Keys? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. the Black they Keys are two dudes. versus the White Stripes. That's right. I knew they had some mm-hmm. beef. How about this? This is a husband and wife duo. It's Daryl Dragon and Catherine Antoinette Tennille. Uh, Chris. Is the Captain and Tennille. The Captain and Tennille. Yeah, his nickname is Captain. Her yeah. nickname is Tony. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Christopher Reed and Christopher Martin were a hip-hop act in 1987 New York. They maybe are known by their stage names more. Oh. It's the name of their band. Huh. Well, I mean, I, I was... I was uh, Eric B. and Rick Kim, but that's not no. can't be their stage. One, well, one of them Rob is a voice Bates? actor. One of them is a voice actor. No. It's Kid and Play. Oh! Kid and Play. They had a fun dance, a real fun dance. Yeah. When they kick each other? Yeah. How about this? They were, they formed in 1982, but their big hit was in 1994 with the song Missing. This is Tracy Thorne and Ben Watt. Oh, um, uh, that is Everything But the Girl. Yes. Oh, wow! And I miss you. Formed in 1985, this pop supergroup with Andy Bell and Vince Clark. A little respect. Always. These are some of the names of their songs. Erasure? Yes. Oh, wow. right. Yes. That's right. Yeah, I, I didn't like, know. I always thought it was one dude. It's two. Yeah, those names sound really familiar. Okay, so this band formed in 1981 in England, featuring Roland Orzabal and Kurt Smith. Some of their hits include Shout. And Mad Worlds. Yeah. yeah. Karen. Uh, Tears for Fears. Tears yes. for Fears. And their biggest one, Everybody Wants to Rule. Shout. That's the one. That's the one. You have you have identified it. Yes. So many of these are British, like two people. You know, like I think they're just you know their population is just lower. Yeah, it's it's sad, really. Yeah, all these bands having to get by with only two people. Uh, How about this? 1978 is when one of their big songs came out, uh, reunited, and they're this. Uh, Chris. Peaches and Herb. Yes. Herb. Yeah. Herb. 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 Herb Fane and Francine Peaches Herb Barker. <laughs> They're not both food items? Yeah. Okay, last one. This band is from LA. They formed in 1994. They are comedians. This is Jack Black and Kyle Gass. Colin. Tenacious D. Tenacious D. Wonderful. Good job, you guys. Woo! Yeah. That would be a good soundtrack, though. One song from all of those bands. Reunited. That's Peaches and, and Peaches and Reunited. I've yes. never heard of that band, but I know that song. Right. Peaches and Peaches and Herb. Herb. Yes. Herbert. 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 You can spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and get more time to actually play the games you love with the IGN Daily Update Podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. You'll hear everything from Comic-Con coverage to the huge Diablo 4 launch. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. And we have one more segment 
segment. I may ask some questions. Oh, in the okay. Of this. It's, it's very, it's very right. free form. Yeah, it's very free form. Good. Let's wrap. It's actually a, it's a, it's a duo. Forty-five minute uh, <laughs> improvisational jazz uh, solo <laughs> on the on so the, we got a snack. on the kazoo. I like that. There's questions inserted. Yeah, 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 yeah That's pretty yeah, experimental. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Well, the questions don't yeah. come in until about minute twenty, so I do need <laughs> to keep paying attention. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I've uh, dug up. Um, uh, I guess this is a little bit more boring, but I've dug up a bunch of trivia and facts. And uh, wow, I never knew that type information. About about a double mint gum. Ah. Wow. Double mint gum. Yes, which, which of course, famously, famously what? features the it's double mint. Double mint. Yes, yes, tennis. indeed, indeed. Yes. Um, bikes. You, you you couldn't uh, you couldn't watch television in the 1980s, especially yeah. without seeing pairs of twins enjoying them some double mint gum. But let's back up. Okay. <laughs> back the heck up. Put these gums in order. Of introduction oh, made by the right. made by the Wrigley's Gum Company. Okay. Yes. Uh, all right. Let's see how well you guys do. Should we do this? You can all, how much, how much all do it as a team, a team. Right. Right. unless you right. have a, a strong disagreements, in which case you can splinter off. Sure. Um, <laughs> so just three gums: juicy fruit, spearmint, and double mint. Juicy fruit, spearmint, and double mint. So I, okay, I kind of feel like spearmint would come before double mint because you know mm-hmm. they're kind of like they're like all right, we got to go somewhere. It's like it's like two mints. Go big or go yeah. home, right? It's like when they step away from the double mint and go to spearmint. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, yeah. two is too much. Let's do the one. I think they went I from one to two. Juicy fruit is either the first one or the last. I one. completely yeah. agree. I remember yeah. reading because I've I've read the juicy fruit Wikipedia a lot yeah. of times. Yeah, <laughs> I can never <laughs> remember. Yeah, I can yeah. It also, well, anyway, like let's not take flavor. up too much anyway. time. All right, all right. So let's. Let's go first. Okay. Let's take a flyer. Juicy fruit, spearmint, then double mint? Yeah. 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 You are correct. Wow. Well done. Juicy fruit was the first gum introduced by Wrigley's. Ah. 1893. Holy That's how old juicy fruit is. That's spearmint. They named it juicy fruit? Then? They named juicy fruit then. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. doesn't even sound that old. It's a, you of know a name. what it is? It sounds, they, they did such a good job, I think, advertising juicy fruit in like the 80s that we don't think of it as being such an old. Brand, yeah, yeah. But 1893. Yeah. Spearmint later in 1893, and then double mint gum in 1914. Double mint was Whoa. the yeah, I know it took a long time before they introduced a third gum flavor. <laughs> they really searching over. the world for that second yeah. mint. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you know, it's interesting that you say that. It's so interesting that you say that. There are not two different mints in double mint gum. Uh, I just blew your mind. I always thought that they took like peppermint, spearmint, spearmint. and peppermint. That's what I always assumed. Incorrect. No. A double serving of it? It is basically, it is named Strong. after the process by which they distilled they, a, a unique, quote, double distillation uh, process okay. on the peppermint to create a stronger double peppermint flavor. Got it. Now, I couldn't find much more information than that about the double distillation process. They just sort of refer to it on the Wrigley's homepage and leave it there. As you know. But I will say, I I did find, I searched for like, you know, peppermint oil distillation. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is kind of fascinating. Actually, here, why don't you guys guess? Sure. How much monies is a 55-gallon drum of peppermint oil wow. worth? Ooh, 55, okay. This okay. is according to a story by the Oregonian, Portland, Oregon, in All 2011. Right. There's How a lot of... What is it worth? So I mean, got like a, a lot of peppermint out there in Portland. For yeah. like $8 okay. on Amazon uh-huh. recently. I mean, a little like goes a just long one, like way. Just a barrel, oil. a barrel, man, of peppermint oil. 10 grand? You are correct. It is worth $10,000. You nailed 
gallon. Wow. In wow. $1,000. Where's the prize? It can flavor <laughs> your a 55-gallon, a barrel of peppermint oil can flavor 5 million sticks of it. <laughs> Believe it. It's worth wow. so much, but it's so powerful. Wow. You need so little peppermint oil Wait, to make gum many, taste like peppermint. How many gums did you say? How many gums? Where? 5 million gums. That's a, $10,000 seems cheap now. Right, exactly. If you have, the, yeah, if you yeah. can, yeah, but if you can break into the lucrative peppermint gum market, which you're <laughs> not be able to do, <laughs> yeah. it's sewed up by, still by the Wrigley's Corporation. Um, so, uh, here's a, here's a trivia question. Double mint gum, sugar-free? If you were to go buy it today, mm. is it sugar-free? I thought free? they're all sugar-free now. If you were to go buy it today, is it sugar-free? I'm going to uh, say, has a few calories. yes, Doesn't I'll say it, it say is sugar-free. I think it is. Mm, I don't know. I think no, now. No. Oh, I don't think so. It's not the one still has sugar in it's it. Not the one dentists gum. recommend. Try yeah. it. Dentists do not recommend <laughs> double mint. Yeah. Yes. What about the other gums? Well, excuse me. I'm sorry. Nine out of ten dentists yeah. do not <laughs> recommend. The other it. one out of ten dentists <laughs> doesn't care. Yeah, doesn't care. Is on the take. Yeah. Um. He wants so, you to get calcium. But yeah, most of. most gum is sugar free now because yeah. most people just yeah sugar free gum. Hmm. Um. The Doublemint Twins, yeah. uh, the famous advertising concept, uh, actually began in 1939 in the days of radio. Oh. You might say, how would you see twins on the radio? No. what they <laughs> Take they, our word for they it. Would, Take our word for it, They would it, bring in uh, two dueling pianists, or they would bring in two comedians, a comedy duo. Oh, that's cool. Or other pairs of instrumentalists or things like that. So that was the gag of the uh. doublement, you know, the doubling. Um, in 1960, with the first TV ads with the first set of doublement twins, their names, their names were Joan and Jane Boyd. Okay. Some other sets of twins, uh, who have been doublement twins, um, in the past include Good Job Brain Favorites, Tia and Tamara Maori, who well, have course, appeared yeah. as doublement twins, and Jean and Elizabeth Seagal, who are ah, twin sisters of, of Katie, Katie Seagal. Seagal. Yes. Uh, yeah. and, and they had their own sitcom for they a while. Did, they had a sitcom called Double, Double Trouble. Trouble. Yes, indeed. Yep. I am old. But they have been. <laughs> I think I watched that. Doublement twins. Here's yeah. a question. Huh. Here's a trivia question. In what Mel Brooks movie can you find doublement twins Denise and Diane Gallup? Ah, uh, Mel Brooks movie. Blazing Saddles. Oh, Denise. Uh, History of the World Part 1. No. Not Blazing Saddles? It is not Blazing Saddles. Mm. It is uh, Spaceballs. Uh, Spaceballs. Oh, okay, all right. We'll give you the point. Yeah. Sure. It was Spaceballs. They were, uh, they. I mean, they just played a pair of, they were on stage for about two seconds. Oh, they like, okay. they were Charlene president. and Marlene. They oh. were the girls oh. with President Scrooge. President okay, Scrooge's okay. girlfriend. And he's like, hello, Charlene. She's like, I'm Marlene. And he's like, <laughs> chew your gum. But they were real doublement twins. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, here's another question. At some point in its life, this is fascinating, doublement gum was off the shelves for a two-year period. Hmm. Was You could not buy it. Okay. Why? Uh, wasn't it like a shortage of uh, the gum ingredients due to blockades in World no, War II? I know. Shortage of the foil. No, no oh. foil shortage. There was. It was. Post it gun. was during. It was during World War II. What, uh, Rubber. Uh, oh. Everything was being rationed in mm-hmm. World War II. So it, uh, rationing, it, it, not rationing. blockade. Okay. And what they decided was that rather than put limited amounts of double mint gum and juicy fruit and spearmint gum onto the shelves. Just have one. What? No. They actually took all of those. They made all their juicy fruit, spearmint, and double mint, they, and they sold it all to the U.S. Army. Ah. So the only way you could have juicy fruit or double mint gum was to be overseas, like in the army, you know, or be in the army during World That's War II. Nice. And what they ended up, <laughs> and they, they ran ads saying, when the war is over, this gum will come back. Ah. Okay. 
for the time being, just for those two, three years, they pulled Double Mint in 1945 and reintroduced it in 1947. During that two-year period, they had a replacement gum with what they considered to be, like, inferior ingredients. They didn't want to yeah. call it, you know, Wrigley's gum uh, on shelves. And uh, that brand was called Orbit. <gasps> oh! So that is where they first came up with Orbit, Orbit gum. Yes. Mm. It oh. was it was a replacement brand that was on shelves for two years, was pulled, and yeah. then they, they brought back the name, which they still owned, you know, as a trademark, much <laughs> later on for I, a line of sugar-free gum. I wonder what, at that time, the old Orbit, what made them inferior. Is like, not strong enough? Tire, yeah, the rubber. ingredients that they yeah. could, yeah. They, Tire <laughs> rubber. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it might have been kind of a marketing thing. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, we'll give it all yeah. to the troops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're busy helping our boys fight they, overseas. Because they made right. a big deal about how they were doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no good um, deed ever goes untrumpeted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to be a double mint twin, yeah. There, there was one, or really any any sort of uh, gum spokesmodel at all. Okay. There was something that you had to be able to do really well. Smile. Mm, blue bubbles? Well, sure. Yeah, not look hideous, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. like, you know, for for gum, importantly. No, it, it's not a bubble it's gum. Bubble gum. Something, yeah. Talk while chewing gum? Not talk while <laughs> chewing gum. You notice they didn't really Chew, do a whole lot yeah. of that. The, the thing you had to master, mm. uh, and this was very important, was putting the gum uh, into in your, your mouth, mouth. Uh. in a way that did not look stupid or gross. <laughs> so if you watch these commercials, they all put they the gum into it. their mouth. They do fold it. And this uh. is called, Karen, I'm going to tell you, this has a name. It's called the Wrigley Load. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the way you like put it in and fold it on your tongue. That's as the, the gum loading. Exactly. So <laughs> wow. there's a video of this obviously floating around the internet. Yeah. And what the what you had to do was you you put the stick of gum into your mouth and you catch the end of it on your tongue yep. so that it folds over in a pleasing, curving manner. That's how I do it. Well, of course. Really? Cause you yeah. Because like I, I learned it from watching commercials. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just stick it and in. Then, and then once you put it in, you your reaction has to be a split second mm. reaction in which yeah in which you're just like hmm and then <laughs> but then you immediately go back to whatever it was you were doing like you don't ham it up and right. like, holy crap <laughs> yeah, yeah. gum is the best gum of every no it's just like Make it natural. and then yeah, and then yeah, back yeah. to whatever it was right, you were doing right. yeah but that what? is the Wrigley load and the it's, Wrigley it's load very they they again they made a training video for this and they show to all of the all of the the actors who were going to be in these in these commercials or these the B roll or the That's whatever. Awesome. And they just practice. Some people are like crying. They and can't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Importantly, <laughs> importantly, I'm sorry. I skipped a step. You only open your mouth wide enough to uh, be able to get the gum in. Wow. Yeah. Do they still have double mint commercials these days? You know, I don't think they. I haven't seen a gum commercial in a long time. I feel like in orbits the mid, in, in the mid thousands they kind of brought back the the double mint twins. I remember Just they did bring them back sporadically. At one they bring them yeah. back, but it's, it's just not, it's kind of corny. Gum is really interesting when you think yeah. about it. Like some of these products have just uh, you know mostly continuously been on shelves for like well over a hundred years now. That's um, true. Yeah, and it's mm. the same brand and the same name and everything, and it's. 
it's just about like sort of reinventing the marketing for that brand. Yeah, if you look at the history of Wrigley's gum, like they they really took their time rolling out like new brands of gum. Like there's there's big big gaps yeah. in between. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because then people were expecting this. triple mint, and it's like you want to keep expectations down. One thing I read is that at, at some point they really tried to get over. There was like this sort of um the 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 socially the idea is that only women chewed gum. It was oh. like adult women chewed gum, and that was about it. Mm. And so you saw a lot of marketing to kids. You mm. saw a lot of marketing oh. to uh, men. Like, how do we get men to chew gum? Mm. Big red gum. The, the, oh. the cinnamon flavor. Oh. Man, it takes man a, gum. Macho gum. It takes a strong <laughs> gum for a... Well, yeah, and their commercials were always it's like lumberjacks and yeah. race yeah. race car drivers. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. 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 Firemen, yeah. Because yeah. I think originally a lot of the... the the marketing for gum was um, sort of as I think I, I, there was, was a little bit smoking. It was, an, it was certainly was there was some anti-smoking marketing, and there was also the sort of like, oh, you're on a diet. Well, if you there just you chew go. this piece of gum instead of having a dessert, you know, you can <laughs> cut cut your calories. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and that is our show. Thank you guys for joining me, and thank you guys, listeners, for listening in. Hope you learned a lot of stuff about uh, card pairs. Uh, word pairs, music pairs, movie pairs, gum pairs. Yeah. And uh, you can find our show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, on Spotify, and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. Thanks to our sponsor, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.